0: I'm about to be attacked by a dog and a cat they're both in, they're both in the Zwift room this is amazing if only we weren't a podcast and we had video
1: hello everyone and welcome to a very special edition of the pink tron and the reason it's very special we will come on to in a moment but just to start us off what's everyone drinking today
2: so i'm drinking the uh a 10 bitter years uh ipa is,
1: is that um how long have you been married for longer than 10 years <laughs> just checking um i have a, a beer of moretti becca
3: yeah to be honest i was eating my dinner in the middle of starting this so i actually don't have any drinks but i would actually quite like to finish my food <laughs>
1: <laughs> and let, let's go over to steve steve what are you drinking I'm drinking pain
0: um I'm joining you from the lovely 8% gradient on Helicom. So I'm drinking a load of rude Words James Bailey. Uh, And I'm going to be drinking a lot of water in a minute.
1: So this this, this pain you're drinking is for alcoholic or non-alcoholic?
0: At the moment, it's purely um, induced by my bike and stupid James Bailey
1: oh okay that's a very special brand so just to come on to what steve is doing this weekend it is the final weekend of our series um generally on the final event i like to put on something a bit special and this time around it's up to 10 laps of the watopia hilly route depending on your category a's do 10 laps b's do nine c's do eight and d's seven race distance is 92 kilometers for category a 83 for b is 74 for c and 64 for d as if a race distance wasn't enough, there's also two fastest-through segment primes each lap. The hilly KOM, which Steve's on at the moment, and the Watopia Sprint. Let's head over to our course reporter for some insight into the course. Steve.
0: Well, thanks, James. So, you start in stupid Watopia with the stupid um, marina. And you go out of that, the stupid Com under the stupid bridge, under the stupid hairpin. And to found another stupid hairpin, and it's a bit flatter, about 7%, up to the super top of the con, which is a bit i at the moment. Then you go downhill, and, and there's a the bit where you could do super tuck, but stupid James, you've not made it long enough. Oh. Then we wiggle through some rollers. You hit a cobbled section before the long sprint, sprint at the tunnel entrance, hold it to the bridge, and then there's a little 6% kicker. Do some rollers and you're back to me i'm
1: gonna die in a minute um judging by the um very detailed um description the route steve it's almost like you've actually done it already about seven times
0: yeah this would be lap eight thank god for that it's, oh it's so hard
1: well done it's it's a really 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 long race um, so um just to the other guys n- knowing that steve has done a bike change is probably about to do another one just to keep me on my toes um do we feel James.
0: I, I, got <laughs> cramped last time I got off the bike i think it's too risky
1: fair enough um so on that note um becca and craig um do we think there is any value at all in doing a bike change or was steve just a bit daft i, I think mean if you're is...
2: by
1: yourself
3: then yeah sure tt bike for the sprint and then a lighter bike for the climb but i mean aim to get some teammates and ride it together even if you split up at the primes and then get back together for the rest of the lap because it's going to make a world of difference if you've got friends with you so i will be going pink tron and i will not be
2: doing any bike changes
1: pink tron for me as well craig uh 100
2: percent. it's the tron or two bike swaps per lap uh i i don't think there's really anything else uh i mean if you don't have the tron yet it's the most aero bike you've got but it's a uh it's a beast of a course so i mean the uh my, my first uh, point in my in my preview notes is we're all going to die um but but on strategy i mean there's there's kind of Three, maybe four strategies. So there's race for position and react to the group. Stay with the fastest people you can. Um, race for position, but even pace. Basically, pick the pace you think you can repeat and keep going. Uh, hammer the primes and sit in everywhere else. So try and stay with the group, but if you can't, that's where the two bike change comes comes into play. And kind of the last one is just survive. Maybe do a couple primes, but... Just ride, get to the end.
1: So just to clarify, the the bike swap is only worthwhile if you are just trying to hammer the primes with no one around you at all, because the amount of time you're gonna lose on the bike swaps will mean that you wouldn't be able to stay in any sort of group.
2: Absolutely. Um, I mean, and if you are in any kind of a group or even if there's just people around, um, get into a group of somebody for the sprint and uh just doodle around else other than that it doesn't have to be people in your category
1: yeah and and, and on that um steve earlier on was in a nice grippetto of um a bunch of bees i think there was lee hodgson vicky rachel i think there was one other person steve
0: yeah there was definitely one other person um i can confirm that uh, on on the bike swap uh I started with the same aim as Becca, so I started Pinktron. And then as soon as I I tried to catch the A train, tried to catch the B train, most laps, just tried to measure my effort. So the faster riders, I, I got them for the sprint, because I think that's where there's the most value in the draft for me. Um, and then about lap five, I'd exhausted. That's when Vicky and co joined me and dropped me. I went to the TT bike. Um, However, you've got to go so fast up the comp Um, I don't think it's worth it. I was gaining about 40 seconds a lap on the flat sections and a chap in front of me doing similar watts per kilogram and losing it all again on the climb. So yeah, I just think you've got to pick a bike and stick to it. Um, and I'm definitely in Craig's last strategy at the moment, which is 5.7 k's to go and trying
1: not to pass out on my bike good plan um just having a look at um what we've got to look forward to over the course of the week um obviously um today tomorrow and sunday we've got this race uh with up to 10 laps of the hilly route on sunday and monday we've got the herd of mountain goats uh, um, which is a single lap of Innsbruck UCI and the 487 meters of climbing that will offer. So Mountain Goats is our climbing series, um, which is a, a 10-week series. Um, this will be week eight. Um, sorry? Yes, it is week eight. No, it's not, it's week seven. Um and so it's, it's a 10-week series um with five routes repeated um, twice over the course of a series. Um, all climbing ones. Um and on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, um, we have the final race in our Stampede series, which is our um, no-draft individual time trial. Um, that will be a single lap of Everything Bagel, which promises to be particularly horrible. <laughs> on Tuesday, um, we have um, event number four of our um, ladies-only category racing series, the Herd she Um, and that's going to be a custom... Um, route on the mountain route in Watopia so the A's and the B's will finish at the top of the radio tower um, and the C's and D's will finish at the epic KOM banner. Um, On Wednesday Thursday um, we have the final race in our um, bullseye series um, which will be 12 laps of LaGuardia loop reverse. Um, This is um, a points race and you score points for your position in your category um, at the end of each lap um, with up to 50 points available per lap and um, up to 100 for the final lap so that's everything for next week
0: just going back to the the strategy for the hsrl jones i think uh the chaps and the bees played a blinder they were all waiting for each other after sprints at the top of the climb so just so much quicker in the draft especially in the sprint if five of you all sprint together you're just going to do a faster time than one or two people sprinting on their own so i think there is some kind of cool team tactics we can do this week
1: and and i think i think also it will um make the laps go a little bit quicker as well exactly but yeah, um, definitely something to look for if you are racing this weekend, um, try and stay in a group as much as possible. And it looks like um, Steve's um, just about to find some um, someone from the, B uh, a B rider in uh, Team Vegan who is now about 10 meters behind. So maybe Steve, you can hang on for a little bit to get you um, up to the sprint.
0: Very generous way of describing someone from Team Vegan about to ride past me. <laughs> Yeah,
1: probably ben, ben probably arriving as you were on a 5% hill probably wasn't the best of timing.
0: I don't think the hill's got anything to do with it. I've uh, My legs are going round at one pace now. Uh, that pace isn't going to change. Uh, whether I want it to or not, I'm a little bit worried when I sit down, my legs will still be going round at this pace because they're, they're kind of locked there.
1: You are so nearly there. You, you've done brilliantly. Um... Sorry, I, what, I thinking,
0: guess. Oh, sorry, Jen. What are you thinking? No. Feeding strategies this week? It's a longer than normal ride. We were discussing this before we got in. Um, I've gone two bidons and half a banana today. Um, although I, had, I eat before I ride, so what about you folks? What will you be doing?
1: Just water and a bidons. dons.
0: Um, the SIS um, hydrated um, tablet things.
1: Becca. You're probably perfectly placed to answer this question. Uh, What will you be doing for feeding um, if you race this weekend?
3: I wouldn't really take my feeding strategy, to be honest, because compared to most people, I eat a lot on the bike. Like, if I'm doing anything above 45 minutes, I will eat on the bike. So, this is like way too much for most people. But I had an ambassadorship with SIS for several years and I got so used to having all the stuff all the time that now my body just wants all the stuff all the time so it'll be 3 beadons, if not four and a handful of gels and or bars uh, which i will eat as and when i need them you sort of get when you start doing more and more long ones you sort of you know what your body wants and when it needs it so just as and when really so i wouldn't really recommend my feeling strategy to anyone else though less is probably uh, better for you
1: how about you craig
2: uh so i do gatorade i mean uh for uh for us here in north america i think it's a, a lot more uh, readily available than it is the rest of the world um so that's what's in my bottles and uh i usually just have uh maybe a cookie or soda cracker to uh to munch on on the downhill every lap um it's not a whole lot just a bite or two here and there
1: so I the... think
3: riding like Craig oh. would actually kill me, like I would last four laps and fall off onto the floor.
1: Craig may well do that <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, ho- hopefully not, but we'll see. Um, I was just thinking back to the first time I did the Watopia Pretzel route, which is like I think about 72 kilometres and about a 1,000 metres of climbing. Um, it took me four hours about 1.5 watts a kilo so that probably tells you a bit about how long ago it was um i i did it with um four bottles of four for uh, budons of water and um four jam sandwiches so very very high-tech stuff uh, sandwich. oh so I, I made i made up um old school nutrition all on my own <laughs> that's a miracle Sorry, Steve, what were you saying?
0: Graham Aubrey was powered by marmalade sandwiches and didn't do him any harm.
1: Not really a fan of marmalade.
0: I think we should rescind your British passport for that, just.
1: Well, I, I think you should also rescind the fact that um, in one of our chat groups you uh, named me Paddington. Ah, ah.
0: Yes. Oh, dear. Well, I have to head to Facebook now. All oh, right, what's next on the agenda? Normally, I in any way Hi. prepared i'm just watching Hi. a Two kilometer lap counter
1: go down it's probably going down really really slowly at this point as well um yeah. i i believe it is time to move on to what's annoyed us most in zwift and steve i've got a guess that it's probably this race
0: oh no actually no no what's i've got a genuine thing this week so um haven't run on zwift for a little while what's the best thing about zwift james
1: best thing about Zwift is going from category A to category B um, that, for the first I,
0: I... I'm going to say you're completely wrong there James the best thing about Zwift is the community like the herd seeing other people out on the road and what do you do when you see other members of the herd obviously we move at each other but then you'd wave at each other wouldn't you and now stupid Zwift has changed the UI so if I've got a power up I can't wave at somebody that was very frustrating you you heard my frustration earlier James when we were on discord didn't you
1: not it is it is, a, it is. a very strange thing they've done. They've basically probably had a look at all of the icons and thought, yeah. what, what's the, what's the most useless one we've got? And they've decided on the wave. Whereas, let's be fair, the ride-on button is, one, useless, and two, really annoying for anyone who's riding with you and has the volume turned up. Um, I, yeah. I think the probably Hammer Time the and I'm Toast, toast
0: ones are more annoying. Yeah, true. Yeah. I'm with you there, Craig. It's definitely the iron Toast button
1: but yeah no so I'm um, I'm really sad that um that got removed as well I, I think I think it was it was the um no HUD um edition that removed that which was obviously very sad because whenever I see people um wearing a herd kit in a race in a ride I like to give them a wave um but yeah no that's gone which is very sad um Becca has um, Zwift done anything to annoy you this week
3: I haven't ridden on Zwift for over a week, so I can't really say that it's annoyed me. <laughs> I don't have anything to say about Zwift, other than it's it's not really interesting me at the moment with the weather like it is. So, sorry Zwift. Traitor. I've gone outside.
1: How, uh, how's your weather? Because it's been horrid today here. It's been raining all afternoon. It's only just stopped.
3: I went to the BMX track this morning when it was lovely. It's fine now. I want it, to arrive,
0: it's, it's one of those days down here in the southwest, Becca, where, you, like the, the Brits have forty different words for fine levels of rain. Um, so it's it's in, it's sat between a drizzle and a mizzle for me today, most of the day, um, uh, and then it's occasionally been overcast. But uh, then if it's been yeah, the we, same down your way, we haven't had any rain at all. So <clears throat> still, still it's sunny. Yeah. Here.
1: Becca Kingdom giving us another reason why it is a good reason to move to the actual southwest rather than the almost southwest that Steve lives in. (laughs) Craig, has Swift annoyed you this week?
2: It has. And this isn't a new thing. Um, So the team time trial, we all love it. Uh, And it's still a bit of a hack schmozzle that WTRL came up with where we all agree to wait a certain number of minutes and then our team will set off. Um, that we still have to manually wait after Zwift has put the team time trial into its own racing series. It's starting to get annoying. Part of this is that I've discovered over the past two weeks that because I have not gotten my warm-up in ahead of time, which is normal for me, so during my wait time, I've pedaled backwards. So it turns out with my self-extracting bolt on my uh, FSA energy cranks, (laughs) that makes my crank arm fall off. So,
1: Just going to interrupt you briefly, Craig, because we we have 75 meters left in the race of the day. And Stephen Pritchard is at 73.4 kilometers, having climbed 869 meters. He's been going for two hours, 20 minutes, and finishes on 16 seconds. Well done, Steve. Yes, james um
0: craig why don't you go into the
1: pairing screen like everyone
0: else does when they warm up in the pen like i mean that's why i've heard other people do i'm obviously still looking for my shoes at this point but
2: yeah i usually am as well so that's normally i get a couple a couple pedal strokes in backwards and don't really worry about it but there was a rumor that uh, the pairing screen had people still moving forwards yesterday so i didn't want to chance it
1: Just on the uh, team time trial, I remember when the TT module was first introduced and I got my most liked comment on the um, forums. I think it was about four or five of them. Um, and like when, when they posted... B- was the, that um...
0: four or five likes, James?
1: Yeah, it was. Um, <laughs> um, and... Uh, Where's my train of thought? Uh, yeah, so um, <laughs> they, they, they posted the release notes and... I replied, because this is back in the very early days of the um, WTRL TTT, uh, replied saying, do you think you could incorporate this module for um, the TTT event we do on Thursdays? And Wes Salmon said, basically, um, we may do, Um, which obviously, as we we know from Swift and Zoom. Obviously, it hasn't materialized, but um, given given how popular the event is and the popularity, as Craig mentioned, of um, ZRL and the fact there's normally at least three TT events in there, um, it is a little surprising they haven't done anything to incorporate that sort of thing in, into the game, uh, which would obviously be um, a great addition for race organizers. It would be absolutely fantastic, um, but obviously, we can only hope. in terms of me um i don't think swifts actually done anything to annoy me so that's all very, very good
0: i think you make a good point there about the ttt module because it's and uh, we've all said before zwift is about trying to make it as uh, um as, as sort of an accurate and a uh, or as ca- capturing the spirit of a bike race if you like and i think it does that really well in some places but like a ttt would be an obvious one and actually getting people on time trial bucks as well wouldn't that be cool but, uh yeah there we go they'll fix rowing next though.
1: yeah we'll see
0: i'm about to be attacked by a dog and a cat they're both they're both in the swift room this is amazing if only we weren't a podcast and we had video
1: is it normal for dog and cats to be in the same room without attacking each other
0: yeah they got on quite well actually um which is exciting. I oh, suppose so the, the cat tolerates the dog, which is... I mean, cats tolerate the presence of any other mortal. Um, and the dog thinks the cat's fascinating, so they, they do all right. Next week on the Pink Cats and Dog Show.
2: I think we have reached the end of our uh, content for the week, so uh, I think... Uh... <laughs>
0: That definitely does
2: mark the end. It does.
0: Um, I just want to say a thanks to those who were on Discord earlier. Holly, who joined us uh, from isolation and stomped off up the uh, the common and people who waved. Uh, it was just a great ride. So I'm just going to encourage people to head. If you're doing this stupid, James, a stupidly long ride, as it's otherwise known, um, head to Discord. Get get out on your herd kit. Wave to each other. There's there's real benefits in riding together. It's just it's a buzz riding with other people, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I think uh, Ramsey and Ernst are on as well. But um, absolutely, if, if you are doing this race this weekend, do get on Discord. It will help. It's so long. And doing it on your own, maybe with a bit of music, being able to like have other people to compare levels of suffering to will really, really help.
3: Yeah, anyone doing 9am tomorrow, please join Luke and I on Discord so that we have someone else to talk to after three hours, two <laughs> or half hours we might get bored of each other
0: <laughs> well it's been a pleasure folks thanks sir. i'm gonna say good night
1: good night everybody
0: good night